everyone. Thanks for checking out episode three of the Stereotherapy Podcast. This is one of our most important episodes we will be doing. In this episode, Jess and I have an question about our own mental health, music we turn to, and explore artists that are using their platform to talk about mental health. So grab your coffee, a snack, and here's episode three. Hi guys, I'm your co-host Jessica. Thank you for coming back for a third episode. If you're interested, definitely go back and check out the first two. Those are going to have a little bit more information about us and why we started this podcast. You can also check out more information at www.stereotherapypod.com so you can check out our blogs and get bonus content from us. And like Lisa said, this third episode is going to be digging a little bit more into mental health. So let's get into that. Lisa, I've known you for quite a while, and I know I've personally seen you advocate hard for mental health issues. How important would you say is mental health to you? Oh, it's, it's so important. And you know, before, I would say, oof, the year 2014, I always thought like, oh, mental health, okay, like that just, uh, you know, because like, it was just you would hear people talk about it, but it wasn't in the forefront of things or it was just, there was such a stigma. And I mean, there is today for getting somewhere, but it wasn't until that year that I realized, I mean, I always knew something was a little off at times, but then I realized, oh, well, let's go see. Let's go see what is going on. And I realized that I have an anxiety disorder that I was not aware of. But once I figured it out, I looked back and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I had that then. I had that then, too. Okay, yeah. And um, it's, at least for me, it was like understanding of, okay, so you know what? I have this. It's going to be kind of like, you know, my little partner in crime now. So try and make it a positive thing. Um, But I see so many, I see so many people that, you know, and we we have made a lot of with mental health, um, you know, with uh, World Mental Health Day and, you know, it's, you know, everyone, whether they post on that day, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And I love that, but I wish and I hope, you know, whether it's this podcast or other artists or just people feeling more comfortable, we do a lot more with it. And, you know, whether it's better access for mental health, you know, um, you know, because that's something I struggle with. You know, I have health insurance, but it's not the greatest. So it's like, there's so many people out there too. They're like, oh, I would love to, you know, maybe go get this checked out or, you know, go see a therapist. That's an interesting point, Lisa, because I think now that it is more of an awareness for society before, if you were feeling those things, you were made to feel crazy. Mm -hmm. And now there's a little bit more of an understanding whether it is with, you know, young people or veterans or you know these are things that they feel on a daily basis and it's not just oh they're crazy now people are actually looking into what the cause is of these particular disorders so it's it's great to see how much 
it's come along, but there's still a lot of work to do. Oh, there, yeah. And it, and it is because it's like, and now even the rise of like TikTok or um, you'll see some people will, will say, you know, you may have anxiety or OCD or ADHD or bipolar or whatever, if you do X, Y, Z. And while it is good, it's always good to understand that like not bashing a TikToker or an influencer, like always make sure to seek a professional because while it is great to recognize and be like, oh wait, that sounds like me. That's like, that was kind of my thing where I was like, oh, I, okay, I kind of do that. I kind of feel that way. Or, you know, my big thing is a lot of people used to just label me like a flaker because right. I, I would make plans and all of a sudden leading up to it, I would get really anxious. And, you know, that's another thing is a lot of people say everybody has anxiety, but like, it was so different for me where it was like enough where I would just be like, oh, I, you know what? I'm not going anymore. I'm not because maybe in my head, I was like, oh, wait, what's the parking like? Uh, what if I go and I don't know this? Or what if this, what if this happens? And all these scenarios to where it's like, I'm just not going to go. Okay. <laughs> and people would literally you know, I've lost friendships because of it, you mm-hmm. know, relationships suffered, potential dates have suffered. I mean, just everything because I was just like, and I wish at that time I knew what I knew now and be like, look, I have an anxiety disorder and I, you know, this, it's nothing you, it's not me. I'm not a flake. I'm not an asshole. You know, I'm not, I, 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 just, it. <laughs> I can't go and you know it's it was always one of those things and I love you know anyone bringing awareness but it's 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 one of those things that it's I'm just like you know what I've got to do it but you know even with mental health people will you know there's a new hotline out now and that's great and I love that people were so excited about that but something people have to remember with anyone that has you know uh mental illness a lot of it is isolation is so huge with it where you isolate I do it I've done it and Mm -hmm. you know that there's that number or that doctor or a friend or even family member to be like hey you know I'm not really doing well and if you reach out to someone and immediately maybe they don't give you a response that's you know good or you know um I've reached out in the past and, you know, you'll hear, oh, I'll pray for you or I'm praying for you and nothing against that. That's if that's your thing. That's great. But if I just hear that and like, that's my only thing I get out of you when I'm like pouring my heart out and like being, you know, um, so real about it, it's like, okay, I'm just going to do my own thing and handle it myself. Like, (laughs) honestly, that is something that I um, respect about you is when you are going through a tough time, you do share that. So it is kind of me as your friend, a little bit of a wake up call, like, oh, she's feeling something right now. I should reach out. Even if it's like a five minute conversation, it's usually just a little bit of something. And I know you've reached out to me to have like where I can vent too, you know? Yeah. It's just that tiny little conversation um, that really just 
lets someone know that somebody else is there. And even piggybacking off of, um, like you said, people on TikTok are making it much more, I guess, you know, mainstream. Um, somebody like Charlie D'Amelio, um, mm-hmm. I know on their show on Hulu, they really like dig deep into their anxieties. And a lot of people have respect for them for sharing that information because it's not seen on TV. It's not talked about on reality TV. And it's definitely crippling to the people that feel it. Yeah, it and it is. And like, that's the, you know, and that, you know, your mental health or whether it's, you know, bipolar, you have OCD or ADHD or anything, you, you know, your mental illness is telling you, you know, you're a burden, no one cares. And it's like, so yeah, people say reach out. I've had so many people like, especially the last three years, what we've gone through and even moving to New Jersey, I felt it where I was like, oh man, I'm really taking a dip here. Like, you know, like, oh, everything is not good right now. Um, cause I Do you time. feel comfortable sharing a little bit of what you're currently going through? I know the both yeah. of um, we honestly, we wanted to start this podcast a long time ago, but we've had a lot of personal stuff come up. Myself, I um, went through Hurricane Ian and there's been a lot of things with my house and just trying to recover that. Um, so that has been very taxing on me mentally. And I know that you've had stuff too. Yeah, no, it's like, I can't imagine what you guys have gone through where, I mean, that's, I, and that's what it is too, is everyone has their own little storm, you know, and, and it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And like over the last three years, um, my fiance, Gerard G, you'll probably just hear G, everyone just knows him as G. Um mm-hmm had a life-changing accident, um, work-related. And, you know, it was 40 or 39 days in the hospital. And he he was in the burn ICU in Philadelphia. And, you know, he hates when people say it, but I'll say, you know, very lucky and very, you know, lucky to be alive. Um, You know, but there were a lot of, a lot of things that went into that. I mean, he ended up losing two of his fingers, um, part of his toe, um, and due to the burns, that's how he uh, got those amputations and third degree, second degree burns, mm-hmm. uh, skin grafts up the wazoo on his like legs and back and um, very difficult. And even for him, you know, it was navigating his new, his mental health too. And it was the tough part for me too, was, you know, I already had my own mental illness going on. Now I kind of had to be like, Oh, you, you know, you don't have time for this anxiety right now. You got to like put it on the back burner. Yeah. You have to think of somebody else and you have to be the strong one. And it's like, even though it's like, okay, I have to be the strong one. I'm going to do it. Uh, but you know, well, my anxiety is saying no, not today. And it's like, Oh, I got to pull it. And there's so many times where like, you know, where I had said two out flake, not going to plans, not knowing about parking. For some reason, it was in that fight or flight mode with his accident where I was driving to Philadelphia. Like I was doing all these things back and forth all the time to go see him. And if I wasn't spending the night and it was like, yeah, there's no way, there's no way in my mind I would have done that if I didn't know, okay, you have to do this. And it was, it was good to face it head on, but suppressing all that was like, oh, it was not the best and it's like you know and 
that's another thing is like, I tell people with, you know, if you know, someone, anyone yourself struggling with, you know, their illness, you know, you've got to focus on what someone did do versus what they didn't do. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, you know, people will, the, the person struggling already knows what they aren't doing, whether it's, you know, not going out or not going, doing whatever it is. And, you know, it's sometimes hard because people want to give that tough love, like to get them out or whatever it is. And that's great. But like, we have to celebrate all anyone does, whether it's like taking a shower, having a meal, going outside, doing like any little thing that brings them joy or like me even driving on the turnpike to Philadelphia. Like I wanted to celebrate that because that was like, you know what, someone else that's little to me right now, that is so huge that I'm even like, doing this (laughs) and getting that done and it's like you know we have to really focus on that because it's like everyone has their own thing or their own story it the little things can be so difficult when you're battling it and I see so many people that where I'm like okay I see myself in that person struggling and it's 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 tough and I always want for a while, I wasn't honest about it. And then I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe if I am, somebody else will see it and be like, wow, you know, I feel that same way. Or I'm going through maybe something different. It's kind of similar. And you know what? Oh, it's okay. It's okay if I feel that way. Like, you know, she's out there sharing it. And it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm not really ashamed of it anymore. I'm more like, you know what? Right. And you're not alone. No, you're not alone. There's so many people that feel the same way. And, you know, I had a friend that she went through a really difficult breakup with her girlfriend and it took her a long time to kind of build herself back up from that. And I saw a lot of positive changes and I sent her a message and I just said, Hey, you're doing really great. And I'm like proud of you for what you've been doing to help yourself. And you know, that just made us closer as friends. Yeah. I mean, that like just like you said, like that little thing, maybe it was a second, like couple sentence thing or just a little thing like you sent, like those things mean so much. Like that's one thing that's so hard when you sometimes go going through it. It's like, I've said it before too, like, you know, when there were a couple of times you personally sent me messages where it was like, I was on the brink of a lot going on Mm -hmm. and it was like oh somebody somebody does Mm -hmm. you know if you need anything which isn't a horrible thing but it ends there usually and usually when you're going through that you're not going to reach out and ask for help like from someone you're going to be like okay all right thank you and I do that (laughs) I don't if somebody else really loves that so much um <laughs> just going through this hurricane my husband and I um we kind of were like what do we do next and basically we learned that we had to ask for help because we couldn't do it all ourselves mm-hmm. and when we did that we were completely amazed by what our friends had done you even were a part of it like a lot of people raised money for us and I mean we were crying like every day and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that people did for us and my friend Jade she went above and beyond and got groups and gift cards so that we could go grocery shopping and just you know little things like that it really showed so much 
Yeah. And that's all it takes. All it takes. And like so many little things like, and I think if everybody just remembers that and especially going into like the holidays, you know, that's even for me, you know, I get that seasonal depression and I get Mm -hmm. it where it's like, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but like when it's going through that, it's one of the worst feelings because everybody around you is like, woo, yay. And I'm just like, okay, let me just get through it. (laughs) And like dress up my house a little bit to like make it a little cheery, but like just get through it. And it's like, it's, it's tough. And I think if everyone just remembers that, whether it's, even if it's not a mental illness that you're aware of, just a tough time, reach out and Mm -hmm. do that. And like, that's the one outlet I had too, was, was music. Like during all this, that was the one thing that, you know, I could turn to because, you know, instead of maybe going to someone where I'm like, Oh, I really can't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to bother, you know, I don't want to bother anyone with my stuff or I'd put on, you know, my quote unquote friends and I would just dive into it. And that's like, you know, that's the one thing that's still like through these years. It's like, I think that was one of the things for me, like, even when my anxiety was the worst, it was like, yeah, maybe I wouldn't go here or meet up with that person or maybe feel up to whatever hangout it was. But if it was a show, oh my gosh, I went to it. And it baffles me that I would drive six hours to a show or three (laughs) hours to a show, but like not go do it. (laughs) but not go to a Walgreens that I dropped a quarter at because I thought, Oh my God, they're going to remember me the next time I go that I dropped a quarter. And it it, like, that's when I knew like my anxiety was just like, wow, Mm -hmm. no one's going to. And now I look back, I'm like, wow, I've come such a long way where I'm like, yeah, now I wouldn't do that. But there was a time where like, I would not have gone back if like a situation you know, my anxiety was peaked or I did something like that. I'm like, oh my God, that person's going to remember me. And now I'm like, wow, okay, that's not me. um, (laughs) From your experience, I know you already touched on a little bit about it, but um, Mm -hmm. how do mental health and music play a role in your life? So for me, mental health has always been a forefront issue. And kind of like what we talked about before is like, you know, there's something you just don't know exactly what it is. And more recently, like, you know, I've had a panic attack to where I thought I was having a heart attack. Like I literally thought I was dying. So those are moments where you are trying to figure yourself out and what is going to work for you and and what is the cause of that stressor and and I'm somebody that just has anxiety and an overthinking mm-hmm. mind. like I'm always like thinking of the 10 ways to get out of a room you know mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it, it can cause me to feel like burnt out a lot of times and you know like tired or just like ready to sleep and I know both of us have worked in a retail environment uh-huh. service environment so that's also very draining um luckily I was able to get out of that so you know especially during the pandemic I saw a lot of like the ugly side of people and that I think that's kind of like what triggered the panic attack that I had that was so huge um but you know a lot of times 
music is just a comfort and I just read this um, MIT study, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, it turns out like MIT scientists figured out that there's neurons in the brain that specifically listen to only music. Really? So it's not talking and it's not, you know, phrasing or sentences. They recognize the sound of music so your brain is already pre-wired to use music as like a coping mechanism so i thought that was pretty interesting that that is because you know and it makes sense because that's i think that's another thing like so many people can relate in that when you're at a show and that song whatever it is whatever Mm -hmm. song it is or artist you see them and it's like you have this feeling that's like indescribable so like that wow I'm gonna have to check that out so I mean it kind of plays into the way like people listen to music you know sometimes if you're happy you listen to happy music and that can affect your mood so I thought that was pretty interesting because your music will match what you're feeling inside you know and that actually starts with your brain wow that's yeah (laughs) that's I mean I'm not shocked but like, because that's just, I mean, for people like us, I mean, that makes complete, yeah. uh, complete <laughs> it sense. A lot, huh? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, for me, honestly, when it comes to like music and mental health, um, I've used music personally during challenges of, in my life. You know, um, one example would be, you know, in high school, I had a a tough time with some friends and um, I went to music to get relief from that because I didn't have anybody else to really turn to. And there was a lot of drama and I knew like some of my friends had self-harmed and and things like that. And, And for me, music was the way that I got through it when I didn't have somebody to talk to and um, like, one song that I really loved was it's called Don't Be So Hard by The Audition. Mm-hmm. And they, I would literally listen to that song like on repeat over and over and over again. And the lyrics are, don't be so hard on yourself. The name of the game is humiliation. And thanks to your admiration, I never thought I'd say this. The way that we play has its confrontation and guilt by association. And for me, that lyric fit perfectly with what I was going through. So that song was on repeat for me. <laughs> oh, that's such a good, and you know, that was one of mine too. Like that song, I I mean, I loved the audition. Like I was- Oh, they're, they're so good. I was one of those people like at KOC and at Wheaton Grand Theater and Metro. Mm-hmm. I loved them and I loved their energy. It's sad that they kind of didn't go too far into where I think they could have gone. I mean, yeah. especially like that album, you know, it was like everything. But I mean, that song, I still, I still listen to that song all yeah. the time. And- it still feels that same exact way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other songs that were like my go-to songs. Um, Move Along by the All-American Rejects. Um, that one. Oh. 
once you listen to the lyrics, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> it hypes you up and it's like you can get through anything. And um Best of You by the Foo Fighters. I really love that song. It it like helps me move past whatever I'm trying to get through. Is there any new bands or music that you've really connected with? So, you know, when I saw that, no, like, I don't, I don't want to say that I'm going <laughs> to list newer ones because I honestly kind of just, especially this last year or two, because before, and nobody will believe this if I say it, because they're going to be like, no way. Like, when I was going through a lot and I, Mm -hmm. you know, had, I think, you know, what they called like a depressive episode, I had no idea. Like I would not listen to music at all. I was listening to the radio, um, (laughs) which is not me at all. No, no digging on radio, but like, I (laughs) just didn't do it in the way I would. And that's how I knew something was off too, because I said, this isn't me. I'm always have music on. I have it everywhere. Like all the time. Like, why, why am I listening to the radio now all of a sudden? Like, what, what is this morning shows? Like what? And, um, when I finally, like everything was whatever I, I, I got back to myself, I dove back into, um, Paramore a lot. And I always (laughs) loved Paramore, but their last album after laughter, um, which some people liked, some people hated. I loved it. Just what I was going through. And they, There's a song, um, Fake Happy, and that song was on repeat. And, you know, just like, you know, where she's talking about, you know, you think I look all right with these mascara tears. And there were so many times that I would like kind of just be like having like a moment, but we had to go somewhere or we had to go back to Philadelphia to the hospital for Gerard or like I had to just get it together and it was like okay I just had like a little meltdown or whatever it was all right let's just prep myself up and hopefully nobody notices that like or if someone asks me how is everything oh yeah it's good it's fine but like yeah minutes ago (laughs) uh no um (laughs) and uh you know and then I'm gonna you know and then I dug back into Circus Survive, really. I'm going to give the people what they probably wanted on the last episode <laughs> that I didn't give them. So um, there's a song on um, uh, Blue Sky Noise. I don't know why that didn't. I saw the cover um, called Died in the Wool. And there's like a specific lyric in it where it's like, nothing's going to change that hopeless feeling I get when you'll say you'll understand and I know you can't. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's the story of my life. When I tell people how things are, it's like, I understand. And I know it's coming from a great place, a good place and like a caring nature. But when people say, oh yeah, yeah, I completely understand. And you're just like, "Mm, no, but thank you. Like, (laughs) and it's impossible to understand what everyone's going through. And I, I, it's always great when someone's there for you, but it's like, sometimes it's like music still, it's the only thing to kind of be like, 
you know, there no matter what and understand. And it, you know, he, again, like that kind of goes into today. I, I totally am going to just go and praise Selena Gomez because mm-hmm. although she's not new too, I, I, like I was telling you, I'm not, I wasn't the hugest, like the biggest, like, you know, Selena Gomez or the, uh, whatever they call them, the Selena's or whatever their <laughs> name is or for her, her fans, but right. And I watched her documentary. And if you guys are just listening to this and maybe haven't seen it, um, it's called my mind and me and it's on Apple TV. And I think they also give you like a trial with it or something they're running while this is going on too. So if you just want to check it out and kind of like, eh, I don't really don't want to watch Apple TV. Um, but it is totally worth a watch. Um, her bravery in her bipolar disorder and her diagnosis of it and her ability to say it out loud, which is really, really hard. I think too, is the first time you're like, okay, I have this, I'm living with this. This is my reality. Um, and I mean, in it, she talks about like the voice she has where she's sitting down at rehearsal and she's like, oh, it sucks. And she's crying and she's so upset and saying, you know, oh, this was horrible. And everyone's around her is like, it was fine. It's great. Everybody loved it. Look at them. And she just is saying like, no, it's bad. It's this. And she sucks. And and it's like, I felt- We've all had those moments. I felt so seen where I'm like, oh my gosh, like sitting there like, yep. Yep. I mean, even, you know, or not feeling good enough, she'll say, and you focus on that one person that feels you're not good enough or makes you feel that way or not liked. And, you know, it's like, that's me because, you know, even starting this podcast, it was like, you know, I really wanted to go after it, but there was a break I had where originally I wanted to start it last summer, but Mm -hmm. I went through something where I had that little voice she talks about where it was like, you're not good enough. You can't do it. The first rejection you get, you know, from a artist or something, and you just want them to come on and you're so excited. And then they're like, no, no, no. And normally it's like, okay, yeah, rejection is part of it. It, it just is what it is when you do anything like this or anything in life. But it was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm not good enough. Okay. All right. All right. But it's like, and I still have that, but kind of the reason why I was glad we're doing this is like, you know what, I want to fight that voice. And I want to be like, you know what, like, I'm not going to let it win. I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So, you know, you get a rejection or so, you know, you get something like that. Okay. All right. I'm not going to listen to that voice today. It's okay. <laughs> what I love about this <laughs> particular podcast is the way that it can relate to everyone like any genre it doesn't have to be just you know our particular favorites but you know anybody that listens to music has Mm -hmm. some sort of song that was special to them or helped them through a specific time in their life and um it's pretty interesting when you listen and hear other people's stories too it is and i mean you know then i'm gonna you know, I'll, I'll give somebody a new artist, but Nessa Barrett, she's one mm-hmm. of them that, and she was on the, when we were young fest, I'm pretty sure. And she's had 
um, I think a couple songs with Jaden, who obviously mm-hmm. Travis Barker, you know, um, but I mean, she's come out and talked about her bipolar disorder and been so candid and so open. And I love that we have some younger, you know, like her, Selena Gomez, and just being so raw and like, you know, we need to do something about it. And you hear Selena Gomez in her documentary, she was talking about how she wants to make it so it's a curriculum in school Mm -hmm. to talk about mental health. And, you know, and she, I know, even went to the White House to see about how can we do this? Because, you know, it's a real thing and we all go through it. And, you know, instead of just saying, okay, you know, here's World Mental Health Day. Okay, now we're going to go right back to, and um, or the minute that someone's exhibiting those, you know, traits of anxiety or depression or bipolar or mm-hmm. OCD, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm okay with you not being okay, but I'm not okay with that, even though yeah. that that's how people with anxiety are or depression <laughs> or like, and it's like, okay, we have to be there and be there completely for everybody and I loved that and you know I will say I'm impressed with the amount of artists that are starting to share that information with their fans um I mean we could probably make a huge list of artists that you know try to overcome the demons that they are dealing with but you know people like I will say Halsey is one of my favorites, Um, Billie Eilish, Ed Sheeran, those people, even Taylor Swift, she just dropped a new album. They're openly writing about these feelings that they have and anxieties that they have now. And it's, it's pretty refreshing. No, it is. And, you know, that's actually what drove me. Like, I'm not a big Taylor Swift. I never have been, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I mean, her last album, this album, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm on board. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, but like, it's like, I see it. And it's like, I love someone like her again with a huge platform is, you know, using it and yeah, being out there because it's not easy. And, you know, I think it's, it's so, so great. But I mean, you know, although I didn't share too many newer for everybody, Jess, do you have any newer artists um, that you're out there loving and feel they're getting a message out? Yeah, um, I know one for sure that her song was like all over the radio this summer. Um, her name is M. Behold, I think I'm saying that correctly. And her description on her Insta says, quote, anxiety, but make it pop. <laughs> Uh, she had a song called numb little bug that was on the radio and to me the chorus is pretty relatable it says do you ever get a little bit tired of life like you're not really happy but you don't want to die like you're hanging by a thread but you gotta survive like tell me that's not relatable (laughs) and it's got such a good beat exactly at first when I saw like I was like Mm -hmm. I heard this no, like I love how upbeat it is too. Yes. Even though what it's saying, like that, that's one of the things I was like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I've listened to her whole, I, I think it's an EP. There's like maybe six songs on it, not like a full album, but I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see what else she does, um, especially now that she's gotten some traction and 
and for me another band that i have been really into is wallows um they've been blowing up they've been playing you know all kinds of festivals and um you might recognize the front man his name's dylan minette and he was in the netflix series 13 reasons why and that series is all about mental health if you haven't seen it um and one of my favorite songs by them is called hurts me and the lyrics to that say losing control i start to fold karma for heartbreak it really taking its toll and I think it's also clever that that's kind of more of a boppy pop sounding song. Um, So I like that people are taking these dark things and turning them positive. love that and we actually do also have um some listener stories so i would like to share one for this episode um this story was sent in by nick v tn and the song that changed his life is a song called ocean by john butler trio and he wrote the song has no words um It's from 8 to 20 minutes long, depending on which one you listen to, as each time he plays it live, the song is a little bit different. And he says, I've seen John in concert nine times now, and it's different every single time. And I believe he does it as we are not always the same as we were the last week or month. We carry the same bones and the song is the same for the most part, but little changes along the way. The song speaks to me as it's almost meditation song where you can focus on what's important clear your mind and things like that this song got me through some of my darkest days as i could just listen to it self-reflect and realize no matter what the storm may bring i'll come out stronger on the other side and it's actually the theme for my next tattoo as it's that important to me so thanks nick for sharing that story i think that's pretty cool i never even had the concept of maybe music that doesn't even have lyrics to it in my mind for that. Yeah. I would have never like, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Cause that's, that's really cool. And I can relate with the tattoo thing because I have both of my <laughs> tattoos are band related. And, um, <laughs> and it's like, I can definitely relate. That is really cool. I've never like any song I've chosen. I've had words and now I almost like want to go back and, you know, Oh, I know there's so many songs that I've loved that have just been instrumental. And that's such a great point. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like I could go back and listen to like explosions in the sky and like (laughs) you listen to that kind of and go back there and be like, let me listen to that and see if anything gives me that same kind of feeling. So that was, that was really, that was really awesome. Something definitely different than we've shared. And I'm sure like, you know, maybe <laughs> someone else feels that same way. I mean, let us know if you have another yeah. song you can think well, of. Maybe we'll start um, a playlist with these songs and see if it kind of helps everybody. Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you to anyone um, sharing their stories with us, um, commenting, or even just listening to this, especially this episode. Um, I, I hope that they an episode like this makes someone feel less alone um, 
relatable or, you know, whether you have a mental illness or and, and not even an illness, maybe you just have, you know, your mental health because it's, it's huge. Um, and, or you love someone that's battling someone or, or struggling, um, you know, please just, I hope you can somehow relate to this. This is supposed to kind of bring us all together and make everyone feel less alone and understand that, you know, you're not alone. And um, hopefully, you know, you're here because you feel the same way about music and it makes you feel less alone. And um, I would love to hear your stories. You can send your stories to stereotherapypod.com under the contact section. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that has supported us please like and share. We would also love to hear those stories. So feel free to send them in. Or if you do need somebody to talk to, send us a message. We're there too. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stereotherapy. Our next episode is going to be covering some 90s music that inspired us. I know Lisa had her days of following Nirvana back then. So we'll find a couple more songs that we can talk about and we would love to hear more from you guys. Thanks for joining us. See you next time, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.